When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Oh, yeah. Get up early. Rise and shine, football fans. We're coming to you live an hour early today, but we're going to give you the full two hours. We're going till noon today because Barrett is on the road out in Missoula, Montana for his college football duties. And we got the text last night. I appreciate Barrett with the advance notice saying, hey, guys, you know, any chance we can go an hour early tomorrow? You know, because I had to, you know, incorporate, you know, my my cocktails, you know, how late I was going to stay up to watch the football. And you know what I mean? It's, it's I appreciated the early notice. I, I tell you what, Harry, I'm scared to go out. my I'm scared to go out my hotel in fear that I might be attacked by a mountain lion or maybe or a, 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 a grizzly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah bear. Right. This is We're, this is it's real out here, man. It's it real. is. It is like you you're, in, you're in the wilderness. You're in nature right now. Yeah, there's you know there's no um, uh, white castles out right, in the no. of Montana. Okay, it looks it looks like I'm off. It looks like I'm off a a, a, a postcard. Like I, I, when I was driving in from, from picking up my car, right? It looks like I'm off a postcard, man. You know, you see the postcard of the old towns, and you know, I was just waiting to hear the whistle. Right, right, right. Like we're gonna have you know a, a shootout out here, man. It's, it's, it's crazy how natural it is and open it is out here. I don't um, know what to do, man. So you're thinking there might be like a like a like a draw down on Main Street, you know, with like a shootout <laughs> or like guys go out in the street, you know? <laughs> tombstone, baby, tombstone. Right, and Lee Van Cleef comes on, yeah. comes riding in on a on a on a horse, right? Firing yeah. guns into the air. <laughs> You're, you're stunt double. You're a stunt double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but yeah, man. man, I appreciate I appreciate you uh, you coming on early, man. Because the internet is shady. I, yeah. I tried to use my computer. Yeah, and the internet is shady. So I'm using I'm using a phone, and I'm glad that it come, it's coming through as clear as it is, man. Right. It's nothing out here, and I love I love the fact that this phone is is doing me right right now. Not shady, McCoy. No, it's a shady internet. <laughs> All right, well, we're going to get into some stuff here today because I had to really do some research on the New York Jets because I don't know who they are. And mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I watch the rest of the league as a fan, okay? I'm not, you know, um, and the Jets don't come into my view, if you know what right. I'm saying. I was thinking about this this morning. Like, why don't I know about the Jets? I mean, they're three and eight. There's plenty of bad teams throughout the NFL. I mean, there's two handfuls of lousy teams that I have no interest in watching ever. Okay. (laughs) And the jets are one of those teams, but 
it seems like I know more players uh, from the other team. Like the Jets, like I, I know they got the quarterback, Zach Wilson, and I know they went out and got Corey Davis a year or two ago and free agency from the Titans. But other than that, you know, I, I know their head football coach, Robert Sala. I don't know anything else about them. And the reason is, is because they're never in any kind of highlight packages. Nobody on the NFL <laughs> Network or ESPN outside of Greenberg is talking about this team. You know what I mean? Like, they're never discussed. Deservedly so. The only yeah. reason why I may take a look at them every once in a while is um, my dislike for their, their starting quarterback. You know, right. I, I was not a Wilson fan. Me and, uh, me right. and Zach Wilson weren't good. Um, I thought he was the fifth best out of that quarterback bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it, it looks as though I was right. Uh, offensively, they're inept. Right. Although they have a good wide receiver out there, they have um, they have two good wide receivers. They got a uh, Corey Davis. Yeah. And uh, Elijah you know, they got Moore. Um, Elijah Moore. Yeah. Yeah. They from, drafted from, from Ole Miss. Miss a couple years, a year or two. Yeah, Ole Miss. Right. Yeah, and I think they Harder have. Other than that, you know, I don't know. Jameson Crowder. <laughs> I think they still have him, and then they got this yep. other guy, Keelan Cole, but I think he might be on the COVID list. I don't okay. know that he's going to be available on Sunday. We're going to talk a little Jets today uh, with a guy who, who covers them. He's a fan. He's uh, Jake Brown, at Jake Brown Radio on Twitter, and he handles all the podcasts for the New York Post, and he does one uh, called uh, – uh, gangs all here. I guess, you know, gang green was what they used to call. That was the old nickname for when the jets had a big ravenous defense back in the day. Right. Gang green. Yeah. We also talked about with the Eagles, right? The Eagles have been referred to as gang green, right? Well, that's who I would say would be the gang green, but yeah. they had, um, they had that defensive tackle number 99. Um, oh my goodness. Defensive end. Gastino. Yeah, Mark Gaston. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. was the sack exchange back back yep. in the day. Klecko was on that defensive yep. front too. And yep. uh, what, what was the other guy? Abdullah. Some guys. Yeah. His last name was Abdullah. And then I forget the fourth guy. Right, 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 right. That. But they, yeah, they had a big time defense. Yeah, Gastineau was like a celebrity. You know, he was dating. He, he was. He was dating that blonde. Um, what the heck was her name? The stream will know. She was in. Uh, Movies with Stallone. She she married Stallone. I forget her name. Yeah, the, the 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 model girl. She was on. She was in Rocky. She um. Yeah. She had the she had the Russian cut hair. Yes. Her she and the co star had the Russian. She used to date Flavor Flav. Is, yeah. Well, she was on that TV show with him. Yeah. Um, that uh, rehab, like yeah. celebrity <laughs> rehab or something. I forget her name. Her name. Somebody will, will will remind me. She was very like statuesque, real tall. You know, hot. Yep. I mean, she was yep. hot. You know, she's probably still hot if she got yep. the right surgeon. You know. Well, you know what? She 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 looks. Her face looks a little rugged right now, man. I saw her. I saw oh, yeah. her. Um, I saw her in an article like maybe three months ago, and her her, her face kind of looks like it's a uh, rawhide. Like you know, I want to make some chairs or or something out of her out of her skin, man. You know, put in my yeah. car or something, man. She's kind of rough. Brigitte rough. Nielsen, Kevin Savard yep. on the stream alerted us. <laughs> so we appreciate you, Kevin. Thanks for, for looking at. Yeah, Brigitte Nielsen. I was actually a big fan of her back in the day when I was a kid. Whew. She's like six foot something. You know, I know what I mean? I know. That was more yeah. woman than I could handle at the time. <laughs> you know, but I was a big, you know, I could still be a fan, right? 
<laughs> right, right, right. I think right, she actually right. did a Playboy uh, spread too back in the day. I remember that. I re- yeah. I never saw the pictures, but I remember it. That was like a big, big deal. You never you saw did. the pictures. You're such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, was your was your mom was Mama Brooks alerted to the early show? Because if if not, you can admit that you saw the pictures. You know, I don't I don't know, man. She wasn't alerted. She was not alerted. So I'm good. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> That's the last. But yeah. we're going to talk with Jake at the bottom of the hour about the Jets. So, yeah, what, what do you got? Well, you know, I'm just saying, man, the Jets, to me, haven't been – because I know you're just a firm believer in I, I'm not watching anything Jets. You know, Jets just off your radar. You're not trying to hear anything about the Jets. I understand, you know, deservedly so. They have done nothing to make you rele- make right. themselves relevant for you to watch. Right. So I understand that. But they haven't been relevant since back in the, you know, the, the Ryan Rex Ryan days when they had, like, Muhammad Wilkerson, you know, one of your – Temple guys, Temple boy, yeah, he's a first yeah, round yeah, pick you know, for them. Yeah, you know, and I, and I remember, the, you know, the linebackers said, "Can't wait." That's like one of the biggest, you know, uh, sound clips you get. Can't wait going into the playoffs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then we beat them in the right, playoffs. Right. <laughs> yeah, the, but the that was one of the greatest. Yeah, that was, was a great uh, defense. That was with Mark Sanchez back in the day. Yeah, yeah. The ground and yep. pound Jets of like I want to say twenty oh nine and twenty ten were the well, two no, years. Even, even earlier than that, um, even earlier than that, they had um, Martin, T. Martin, um, mm-hmm. Ladanian Thomas. I mean, they had some really good running backs come through there. They right. just couldn't do anything with them. But yeah, they, Defensively, they, they'd be great, too. Like pr- prior to the uh, Sanchez era, you go way yeah. back to the Pennington, Chad Pennington era. That's right, Chad when, Pennington. When Herm Edwards was the coach, right? Wasn't he their coach? back uh, with Herm uh, was their coach, yep. yeah. Yeah. In fact, I think yeah. our, our man uh, Aaron Beasley uh, played during that era, like two, 2002, 2003, yep. I want to say. Yeah. They made that's when I was beating up on them. Yep. That's right. when I was beating up on them. Yep. Right. So, right. But yeah, they had I, a squad. They did. They, just they had some players. They did. They had some players. And how about you talk about Rex Ryan? Didn't he make some news a couple weeks ago taking Robert Sala to task on that show, Get Up? Yep. <laughs> and, and then like a couple days later, apparently he called Robert Sala and they, they broke bread and they made uh, they made up. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, every time every time he does something, they always bring back the, the, the uh, foot fetish issue. Exactly. <laughs> hey, w- once it's out there, Barrett, you know, it's out there. You can't you can't put the genie back in the bottle. Once people right, know right, you have right, a foot right. fetish and you're, and you're going to the park and you're having your wife stick her foot out the car window. I mean, that's, you know, it's, it's hard to forget that. It's hard to unsee that, Barrett. You know what I mean? You got to keep that to yourself, though, man. I know. I know. Keep it to yourself, man. What is up with him, man? But you know what? It, 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 it doesn't matter because that's why he's on TV now, because he can never get everything all the way right with his teams. Right. They have a great defense, but the offense would suck. Mm-hmm. And then they just stop respecting him, man. You know, and and I thought he was a pretty good coach. If he just stayed just a coordinator, I think I thought he, you know, still oh, yeah. be in the game, man. But yeah. he just can't. He can't help him, so he can't get out his own his own way. Now, did you know? Because I know you're not a Zach Wilson guy. Uh, did you know how many coaches there are on the staff coaching Zach Wilson? No, they they've got obviously their offensive coordinator, who's about 29 years old, Mike Lafleur. He's the brother of Matt LaFleur, the head coach for the Packers, right? This right, guy right, looks right. like this guy looks like he's 18. He's actually probably <laughs> in his early 30s, okay? He's the OC. Then they've got three other coaches coaching the quarterback. 
Rob Calabrese is a quarterbacks coach. Uh-huh. Matt, Ka- Matt Cavanaugh, you remember him. He was yeah, a quarterback, quarterback in the league the for, for a long, long time. Of course, with the Eagles, the Niners, a bunch of teams. Matt well, Cavanaugh, you know, I thought he was a coach. I thought he was a coach with um, Kansas City. He might have been. The head coach. Yeah, he might have been. He might have been. And then also John Beck. Do you remember John Beck from BYU? He was actually drafted uh, into the NFL state. You know, I think the Dolphins drafted him. Yep. I know he played with the Dolphins. But they've got three quarterback coaches working with this kid. Like you talk about, you know, trying to make sure that their investment pays off. I mean, that that might be too many coaches. It, too many ears, too many kid, too many you know chefs in the kitchen. Sometimes you just need to have the person that get you know that really has his ear instead of having all those you know interferences. Man, you that doesn't make any sense to me. You know, because I mean, who do you listen to as a young kid? Who you listen? You can't listen to them all. No, and they no. all can't coach. You know, every time I've been effective as an offensive line um, player. I've always had one guy that I could go to, you know, and, 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 you know, I mean, even when I was in other teams, I could go to this certain guy who would get me out of trouble. Mm-hmm. He has too many, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen, man. You know, you need a sous chef. He didn't have, a, he has too many sous chefs. He didn't have a chef. And that's the right. problem. That's just right. really a problem. It was kind of like back in the day at, at one point, I had too many program directors. Like I had the program director and then we had the assistant program director who actually sometimes thought he was the program director. And then you had certain talent that also acted as a program director. And I'm getting like three or four different messages, you know, in my ear about what to do. And it was very confusing. Yeah, well, it's tough, man, because long story long, the more voices you hear, the crazier you get, you start trying to do everything that everybody's trying to teach you. Right. Then you don't get back to the fundamentals of what got you there in the first place. So, I mean, that, that, that can become an issue. Definitely an issue. Now, we got a lot of, uh, to discuss as far as the Eagles, too, uh, today, because there was uh, a report. Jeff McClain in Philly.com put this out. I actually saw it on Bleeding Green Nation, but it's, it's Jeff McClain's uh, journalism that uh, says that Jeffrey Lurie, uh, still likes Jalen Hurts, but it's basically Howie Roseman is not quite convinced that he's the guy. So we're going to have to get into that today. Well, that'll be cool because I know exactly what it is. Yeah. I know exactly why. What is it? Well, it, it's because he doesn't want – um, he, he he wants to hook his trailer up to somebody that's going to be uh, 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 more of a long-term success. Mm-hmm. He doesn't see Dylan Hurst as a guy who's going to give him a lot of success. He wants that quarterback that's going to be a transitional type of player. And, you know, that's why I say those those three draft picks or first-round draft picks are burning a hole in his pocket. Right. He wants somebody to tie his wagon to that's going to be successful, that he knows is going to be successful, and he doesn't have to worry about it going, you know, going um, any further. That's that- That's what it is. Here's the headline from Bleeding Green Nation. Howie Roseman reportedly less confident in Jalen Hurts than Jeffrey Lurie. And then you go down to read the uh, the excerpt from the article. Jalen Hurts' future with the Eagles could rest on Jeffrey Lurie's patience. Uh-huh. Lurie, Lurie is said to still believe in Hurts, but Roseman's assessment is less confident. Two independent sources familiar with their thinking said the Eagles may have no other choice but to ride with Hertz next season. The draft is still a ways out, 
but there's isn't expected to be a first round talent among the quarterback prospects in the gla- in the class. It goes on. We'll we'll get further into this as the show goes on. But I thought that was kind of interesting. Well, it is interesting because I told you when we start back from you know we won't even be back to this to this year. Like when we start at, at, at when we start at block one, mm-hmm. ground you know, zero again. Yeah, ground zero. Yeah. I mean, at least now he's built up some blocks. You know what I'm saying? And 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 they they have an offense to run with his skills and with, with Hurts' skill set. If they go with another quarterback, especially one of these guys that get drafted, they're starting from ground zero, no blocks. The team has to learn him. What if this guy comes in and he's not a leader on the team? We know Jalen Hurts is a leader on the team. Those are all intangibles that Jalen Hurts has. He can run this team. He can make this team better than what they are. Right. Just from his skill set. If you can bring somebody else in, you know, that is going to be three years back, that means that's three years of building that you need going forward. And that's a problem, man. They don't have three years in order to, you know, get this kid going right. Jalen Hurst is being asked to do this in a year and a half. Right. I think he's done pretty damn good in a year and a half to, 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 to build where it is right now. At least there is a future, a bright future. I, I'm, I'm saying it's a bright future with him going forward. That's right. what I'm saying. Well, I would, I would, I would agree with you when it comes to taking a player in the draft this coming year. But what about, I mean, you know, the, the whole veteran thing is looming. You know, we forgot, we haven't talked about Deshaun Watson in a long time. Right. You know, right, right. we talked about Russell Wilson yesterday. We had the Adam Schefter stuff yesterday about Russell Wilson. Um, you know, we're not talking about Aaron Rodgers because I don't think that's going to happen. Well, it, it, it probably isn't going to happen. Yeah. But I will say this, Harry. It's definitely doable for Wilson, but I can't see anybody else. Mm-hmm. Will Deshaun Watson make this team better instantly? Like, if he was on this team right now, yeah, this would be a Super Bowl contending team. Even with, with the players Watson. that they have right now. With Deshaun yes. Watson, yeah. With Deshaun Watson, even what, with the players they have now. What would you think they would be? Do you think they'd be seven and five at, at best, or, you know, rather than five and seven at this point? It would definitely be flip flop, yes. Yeah. In fact, they might have one one or two more wins than they um have right now. Right. If he was on the team, if he was quarterback in this team. I would think they definitely would have beaten the Giants last week. Okay. So they'd have at least six wins. You know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think they'd beat the Giants. I think and they'd maybe beat the um, Niners. Sam maybe Fred. the Niners early in the season. Yep, Sam right. Fred. Right. Yep. Right. Let's just say those two wins. Exactly. Right there. Right there. Instead of five and seven, you're seven and five. Big so difference. you know, that is that's definitely a possibility. Man, the beginning of the schedule, if they would have had the, the 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 running capabilities that they have right now, we'd definitely be flip flop. We we probably had eight or nine wins hmm. if they could run the wow. ball consistently like they run now. That running the ball, man, is, is something that you you can't downplay it. You know, yeah, there's no way you can downplay it. Here's the thing, though, I don't know that they would have been running the ball even halfway through the season if they had a quarterback like Deshaun Watson. They probably would want him back there throwing it 45 times a game. Ah, da, da. You know what I You're mean? You're right. So it, it might have worked. It, it might have been counterintuitive. Yeah. To even counter know if we can run yeah. the ball because we'd have been slinging it around just because of, you know, yeah. the fact that he can't sling it around. You're right, man. You're right. It's, a, it's amazing. Like the, the, the mindset of it's either this or this. Like it can't, it's got to be a combination of right. both. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. Right. Now we, You're we right. can because- figure this out. Why can't they? <laughs> I'm not that smart. Well, you you hit it on the head because why can't it have? Why can't we have some 
some multifaceted type of plays that, you know, that that can really push the ball down the field only when we have to do it. Mm-hmm. If you can run the ball consistently, not only does it, you know, make the defense tired, because it's harder for a defense to play the run than it is a pass rush. Mm-hmm. When you're getting pushed around 700 pounds, you're a defensive lineman. That takes a toll on you. And then running after the guy after that, you know, you've been blocked like that. That's why those guys start getting up a little slower throughout the course of the game. Right. They start losing their legs, you know. And and also it's it's disheartening for the defense because they're like, man, we can't stop the run. There's nothing we can do to stop it. What are we doing? We can't stop the bleeding. That's when you take a a, a, a mental aspect of the game and, and really turn it against the other team because when you can't stop something, even though you're trying to stop it, it puts you in a bad, bad state of mind from a defensive standpoint. Yep. Since we pass the ball so much, we don't have a pass, really a pass favorable type of roster. Why do we keep doing it? Why do we keep bumping our head against the wall? It doesn't make sense. I'll tell you, Kevin Savard says it on the stream. They just need to watch the stream with all of us. Like we got all the right. answers right here on we the, all see the middle stream. We all see it. That's exactly right. 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 All right, we're going to take a short time out, uh, three minutes, and we're going to be back with Jake Brown, who covers the Jets. He does an amazing job with the New York Post podcast, and we'll be back with him in three. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. 
go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Yeah, welcome back to the Jacob Media YouTube channel, The Middle with Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Barrett coming to us live from Missoula, Montana, as he gets in the woods, in the woods, in the wilderness, (laughs) as he gets set to do the uh, what is it? The Montana Grizzlies against uh, Eastern Washington in the FCS. Oh, the Eagles. Okay, the Eastern Washington Eagles in the FCS playoffs. But right now we're going to bring on a special guest. Uh, he does a fantastic job with the New York Post podcast. In fact, he does the, the gangs all here, uh, which is great with Kaz, his buddy Kaz at Jake Brown Radio is where you find him on Twitter. He's called the Podfather. Uh, he's the executive producer of New York Post po- uh, sports podcast. Jake, welcome to the show, man. How are you today? I thought you were entering me as the Montana guy. I'm like, I haven't stepped foot in Montana in my 30 years on planet Earth, and I don't know if I ever will. So uh, I'm in New York City, but uh, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, you're live from Queens, right? Are you in Astoria? Astoria, Queens. Uh, You you had a little different uh, inflection on Astoria there. Yeah, I did. Astoria. But uh, uh, yeah, home of the best food in the five boroughs. Uh, I will not debate it. It's just a pure fact um, that Astoria has the best food. Well, I heard you and, and Kaz talking uh, with uh, Josh McCown. It was great. And you were also talking about the uh, Philadelphia to the Meadowlands going up the turnpike, about the turnpike food. Mm. Now, Barrett, Barrett is a big White Castle guy. He drives Ooh, 50 miles from his house in South Jersey up towards Central Jersey just to get White Castle. Um. Or you, I mean, I, I like White Castle too, but I would assume you weren't sober, maybe. Maybe you were. I mean, it might be good <laughs> I, I, I have frequented White Castle. I'm not sure if I've had sober since I was like 14, 15 years old, but uh, yes, I do enjoy a good chicken ring. Yes. Yeah. Look, 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 look Jackie, Jackie, you have to understand, man. I developed all my, my, my NFL skills. I had a 12 year NFL career, and I won a Super Bowl, and I attribute all of that to the double cheeseburger. Slider from White Castle. Man. Breakfast yeah. of Champions, two a.m. Yeah. in the morning. I mean, I'm Can't Wendy's. Be. I like Wendy's, Chick Fil A. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I end up at McDonald's a lot of night. I got a yeah. McDonald's, and I've said this on the show. Like, I got like two four piece nuggets one night, um, and they gave me three nuggets. Like, if you <laughs> cannot count to four, then quit. Like, yeah, it's true. four. If you miss a twenty piece and give me nineteen, that's fine. If you right. give me three nuggets out of a four piece. Go home, take the rest of the night off. <laughs> but uh, you rightly so ripped Burger King. Burger King has oh, fallen off the map the in the last couple of years. I won't even go in there anymore. Well, they changed their fries, which was the downfall yeah. of their demise. They changed their nuggets, yep. which was a disgrace. And then on top of that, they gave me barbecue sauce container that was enough for one nugget. I dipped one <laughs> nugget and it was done. I'm like, how cheap have you gotten? You ruin your fries, you ruin yeah. your nuggets, and then you're cheap with your sauce? I mean, at least give me extra sauce. And then they want to charge you for more sauce. I'm like, oh, so I'll be good for one more nugget for 50 cents? Right. Um, so they're a disgrace. They're bad on Twitter. Uh, whoever runs Burger King, quit. 
you know, find a new founder and change your ways because they used to be oh, at the okay. top five of my, you know, we were talking on the show about the rest area because we were right. Burger King. Auntie uh, Anne's. Yeah, yeah. Annie Anne's, Auntie Anne's. Anne's. Cinnabon, all that. Right. Now yep. I won't step foot in the Burger King unless nothing else is open. Oh, you know, hey, 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 oh, Harry, where'd you find this guy? Yeah, you are a man after my own heart, man. You're we're big, this is a we're great big and bald. We're, this, we're, we're big and bald. We know we know how to eat, and we know not to, how not to have hair. So we relate very well, Barrett. All right, Jake. Let's get into this game because I, I listen to you guys, and you both you both picked the Jets now to win this game. This is one of these games where the Eagle fan looks at this sort of like they did last week against the Giants, where yeah, it just looks too easy. We should roll the Giants. They ended up turning the ball over and uh, found a way to lose thirteen to seven because a certain wide receiver that was drafted in the first round has stone hands. Uh, but this week it's against the Jets. We don't know a whole lot about the Jets, despite having seen them every preseason, it seems. And this year we had the, you know, the uh, the joint practices and so forth there. That's, you know, we, we heard that the, the Eagles were tremendous in practice against the Jets. We'll see what they're going to be like on Sunday. But who are these New York football Jets this year under Robert Sala? Yeah, you would think that uh, you'd be saying to me and Kaz, uh, the Stephen A. voice, stay off the weed. We like, oddly, like predicted the Jets. Like, what are we doing? Right. Um, I don't know. I, I like the matchup for the Jets. I think their defense finally showed something, although it was against one of the worst teams maybe in NFL history in the Texans. Uh, so not much to boast about there. But um, the defense playing better. They're putting pressure on the quarterback. The Eagles are coming off just a nightmare loss where their offense just looked inept. Um, so I think it's going to be tight. It could go either way, but for some reason, uh, we're taking the jets and I, I think Zach Wilson's knee is getting a little bit better. I think that's going to help. I think he's going to learn from the mistakes he made early on. I think they're going to come out firing. I think they kind of came out slow because they weren't sure how Zach's knee would respond last week, but I think we're going to see some reverses. You might, you're going to have Denzel Mims back for the jets as their deep play guy. You might have Corey Davis back. If they have Corey and Denzel, and he's got every weapon at his disposal, I think they got a shot. But I know on the outside looking in, you're like, this is a cakewalk. We're playing the Jets. Like, there's no way uh, the Eagles could lose this game. But uh, there, there's something about the matchup that I like. I do think it's going to be sloppy, something like a 2017 yeah. or or a low-scoring defensive battle. But uh, we'll see. You know, if the Jets end up stopping at Burger King on the way, then I'll take the Eagles if, if they have that before the game. <laughs> when, you, when you look at their team, Robert Salah, they, they – they play their ass off for your coach, man. I mean, they they really play hard for Robert Solid. I just don't think you guys have the pieces in place to really help um, Zach Wilson out. I'm also, uh, you know, sorry to say it. Uh, well, I'm not sorry to say it. I thought Zach Wilson was basically the fifth best quarterback in last year's draft. But when I look at, you know, what he brings to the table, I see him as a guy that, you know, this has very functional mobility, and you have to use that because that's what he throws the best from. He throws the best out of the pocket. I hadn't seen you guys doing that earlier in the season. You guys made him throw from out of the pocket. So you think they're going to change it around a little bit, move him around a little more because he seems more comfortable doing it that way as opposed to just sitting. You're preaching to the choir, bro. I, I've said this uh, on every show almost. I'm like, can we get an RPO? Can we get him to run? He's got wheels. I'm going to give him the opportunity. Now it's with the knee and that maybe not being 100% the rest of the year. Who knows? I feel like they might, in that sense, baby him a little bit. I think they'll try more reverses, maybe a flea flicker. Um, but I do think they got to try something. I agree. He's been terrible. Uh, very underwhelming. I think some fans are panicking, but it's kind of early because, 
listen, they put nothing around him, at least on the defense. The defense was set up to fail when you have a bunch of no name. I mean, we're playing cornerback essentially. Like we're on the practice squad. Is that's how bad uh their secondary has been. The pass rush has not been as good as they hoped. They were hoping that, you know, that front seven would help CJ Mosley, but um it hasn't. So and obviously when you lose the big money guy in loss and when you know you sign him and he's supposed to be an integral part of this team and he's gone, uh, a lot changes. So that was big and JFM signed the Franklin Meyer signed the extension and then people were saying that there's an APB out for him. Finally, he showed up last week. It took the Texans for him to have a monster day after getting 55 mil. Um, but yeah, I, I think Salad does coach these guys up. I honestly would like to see him call the plays defensively. I know he's he's against it. And he's, he's having Ulbrich do it, but I would love to see one week and see what he dials up and see that kind of energy that we know him as the guy who's clapping on the sidelines who's pumping up the defense. I'd like to see a week where they do that. Um, and you also set this team up to fail with an entire rookie coaching staff. I mean, these guys haven't had these positions before. It's like, all right, rookie quarterback, uh, a backup QB who's never had a snap in the NFL, a rookie offense coordinator, rookie defensive coordinator. I mean, they put a peewee staff out there essentially. So, they were kind of set up to fail, so that's why you're kind of dealing with the bruises that we've seen this year. But yeah, I agree. Let's let's see Zach run and, and see some design runs for him, and at least see what happens. And if, if he's going to get a hit, take a slide. You know, avoid avoid the hit and go down if you're worried about your knee. Yeah, we're One dealing. Thing, with- oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry, you guys have a bunch of young guys playing, especially in that secondary. You just talked about. I mean, this is what you need to do, especially on the defensive side of the ball. You need to have these young guys playing, man. Do you think that's a part of what they're planning right now, that Joe Douglas is having these young guys play now because so they're not really projecting to do anything this year, but towards the future, they're going to take this year as a loss. You know, is, is, is that what they're saying? You know, it's their philosophy? Of yeah, that's essentially, the, that's essentially the plan because Bryce Hall is developing into a good cornerback. He's one of these young guys who looks like he will be something in this league. He will be a – I won't say number one yet. It's too early, but at least a number two cornerback in the NFL. So they got one. I shouldn't say they're all like, I'm like, they're all bummed. They're not. I mean, they, they have talent there and they have potential. And, and Carter has had times. He's good. Been good. Gidry's pretty much been terrible. Um, and Ashton Davis has, has been shaky at safety. And then again, losing Marcus may was a big injury too. And I never thought they should extended, should have extended him anyway. And then the alleged DUI stuff came out. So that was a mess. Um, but yeah, I mean, l- listen, they know they're not going to win many games. Me and Kaz, I think said six and 11 this season and they're at three and eight and they have a, you know, fairly, you know, not too tough schedule the rest of the way besides a lot of home games coming the up. last two. Yeah. A lot yeah. of cut. And that's, what's going to be a big test for Zach too. I mean, he's coming out of BYU. He mm-hmm. was handed, he was handed the job. I mean, here he made a no competition and he hasn't faced that true cold weather conditions. Well, get ready. Yeah, <laughs> winter in New York City. The snow is coming. The cold is coming. That's a windy um, building too. Yeah, it's it's yeah the windy MetLife, the windy city of of the the windy swamps. Uh, <laughs> they should they should rename it. But uh, yeah, I think it's it's going to be a true test for him this final month. But yeah, I think Salah said, you know what, I'm going to coach up these young defenders. I'm going to make them starting cornerbacks. And if I don't, we're going to have a lot of money in the off season to spend. And we'll go address that defense. You know, we said on the show a lot, this was a Noah's Ark offseason for the Jets. They needed like two of everything. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't address <laughs> they couldn't address everything. They didn't get the cornerbacks. They got a lot of other things, but they didn't address cornerbacks. So you, well, you got, you got two you got. first round picks. <laughs> you know? Yeah. You I, well, that's, what we were, 
We were joking on the show. That's why yeah. we were saying the Jersey Turnpike. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah. Jets, Giants, Eagles. And Eagles. Yeah. Can we all commiserate at a rest area together and just stuff our face with Cinnabons with extra cream? Jesus? Right. We'll just do a mock, we'll do a mock draft at the Molly Pitcher uh, rest area or whatever it is. I like that phrase, though. We need two of everything. You guys are the arc of the NFL, huh? Yeah. Hey, we do, too. Let's not – we're not bragging down. Right. We need two of everything, too. Uh, we're talking with Jake Brown at Jake Brown Radio. Uh, give him a follow. But you talk about your young coaching staff, and I looked at it. Um, could Zach Wilson have too many voices in his ear? They've got like four quarterbacks coaches. Or what, what's going on up there? Uh, they, they just hire Josh McCown, too. No, I'm just kidding. No, no news to break there. But Somebody should hire him, though. They have like 12. I mean, they have like yeah. uh, one guy's his water boy, like another guy's like his blunt roller. Like how many other jobs do we need out here? My goodness. Everyone's got a job at the quarterback. I mean, Kevin won maybe two guys. I get why they brought him back because that's his personal guy, whatever. Put him on payroll. It's. You know, like expense him, give him free tickets. BYU thing, a BYU thing, yeah. Yeah, but like enough is enough. I think there's too many coaches. Period in the NFL. I mean, you know, there's the backup water boy now is is on payroll. I mean, there's so many jobs and coaching jobs. I get there's different positions, but can we have one or two guys? I agree. I think there's too many voices out there. He's a young guy. I think it's better to hear from one or two. And I I think they obviously we you know this is something that's been harped on by Jets fans. You had to bring in a veteran quarterback. They waited too long. You trade for Flacco, unvaccinated, COVID list, just a mess there. Um, and that was a mistake. <laughs> you should have brought in a backup. I would have brought him McCown, and I think they called him, and, and he was coaching, and right. he didn't have interest. I can't confirm it was the Jets, but there, you know, the report's out there, and he told us yesterday that there were teams that were interested, and he would have been a good mentor. He is, I mean, he's so good. I mean, you've heard yeah. the interview. He is just such an easy guy to listen to. And he's had so much experience, and I know his stats weren't great in the NFL, but you know he was just such a, a vocal guy, and that's something that Wilson has clearly missed. And you hope watching those games on the sideline help. Um, it didn't help last week, but uh, you hope the rest of the way watching those from the sideline help because even in preseason, he barely like played. It was almost like they gave him the keys as soon as he was drafted. And in my my mind, that's a mistake. You don't see that with a ton of rookie quarterbacks unless they're a true face of the franchise. Um, so yeah, uh, we always definitely, will, definitely too many coaches. We always will appreciate McCown for gutting it out in that playoff game on one yep. leg. <laughs> it was it was only his only playoff game of his career. Yeah, Man, I feel bad for the guy. He had such a long career. He played for like fifteen teams, and they all sucked. Mm. So the Eagles right. were the only time that he finally made the playoffs. You know what? Um, you're looking at it. I mean, they're not sparing expenses. You know, as far as that offensive line. They're ha they have some nice pieces there. You know, Mogus Morgan they got from Washington. You know, they went out and got Elijah Vera Tucker, who's they say was the most versatile offensive lineman uh, in the draft. USC, I know right. he's going to play guard, you know, but, you know, they're, they're taking a bunch of bruises. But I think these guys up front, you know, will be good, you know, start next year. I mean, that can help you going into the future. Yeah, the offense has pieces, and I think that's why, like, we're not panicking because – you know, you have more this. Well, we talked about this on the show. More has progressed with every quarterback that's not named Zach Wilson. I mean, he got better when Mike White and Joe Flacco were there, which was alarming. But it shows you that he was a good pick. People mm -hmm. raved about him in training camp. Corey Davis yep. has been up and down injuries. Uh, you expect him, you know, hopefully next year, a year under Zach, he'll be better. But clearly he can catch balls. He's had a couple incredible catches this year, a couple good games. Uh, you have him. Tight end is something that they haven't addressed since Dustin Keller. I mean, it's unbelievable how inept this team has been at tight end. Love Anthony Beck, but the fact that Anthony Beck is one of your great tight ends in the last 20 years 
is a little <laughs> a little alarming. Love you, AB, but uh, that that's scary. The Jets haven't addressed that position uh, in 20 years. So uh, they have the receivers. They got the improved offensive line, and a big part of the offensive line that we're overlooking here is Ken um, Beckton Stanfield. I mean, this guy. Uh, he can never stay healthy. And I worry that he's a little out of shape. Um, I shouldn't say that because I am too. And I, I just had a surf, <laughs> surf and turf and like unlimited food last night and, and might have caused me a, a minute or two delay getting on here. Um, but he's out of shape and he can't stay healthy. The guy's got to stay on the field and he's great. Big ticket, highway 71, whatever they call him. He's got to be on the field because he's, he's Zach's blind side. And if they could have him out there and giving them time, we've seen success from the running game from Michael Carter has been awesome. Another guy who's been good with Zach, not on the field, but it shows you that these guys can play. They have skilled players in the offense. They have skilled offensive linemen. Got to batch them all together and get them on the field at the same time. All right. Give us an update on, on the injury situation and maybe your COVID list. I understand. Was it Keelan Cole? Is he on the COVID list? Yeah, Keelan's going to be out, I believe. He's on the COVID list. Uh, Mims is Mims is getting a shot. Uh, okay. Mims will – it looks like Mims will play on Sunday. And uh, Corey Davis will kind of know today more. Um, he didn't practice yesterday. My thought is he's probably not playing with that groin injury. So, basically, no Cole. Uh, Mims will play. Davis is probably going to be a game-time decision or, or questionable. But, you know, Mims has been this – Mims has been a story every week on our show. It feels like, I mean, we, we, we had a counter. We're like every week we have to mention Denzel Mims because he's been a mystery, like so much talent. They say he doesn't like know the playbook or they don't trust him. But when he's out there and had gotten chances, he he's a deep threat. He could catch balls. He's got speed. He played a bail. You know, they just go down the field, run and catch it. Um, so he's definitely got the skill to be there. And this could be his breakout performance on Sunday. So I'm excited to see Mims. But, yeah, if they could have Davis and Mims on the field at the same time, it'd be nice. Uh, but, yeah, that's pretty much the situation. Keelan Cole caused called a jag, which is just a guy. <laughs> just and a I guy. felt bad for Keelan Cole because I think he's a solid player, but uh, yeah. he won't play. Denzel Mims is the guy a couple years ago who ripped yeah. Philadelphia when he was coming out in the draft, I think, didn't he? He called it yeah, a we're trash. Yeah, second. Yeah. Did he? he okay. Called trash. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, Denzel Mims called it trash. I interviewed Desi Relaford. You probably remember that interview. Yeah. He yeah. called the trash. That was my interview. And then by that, I got trashed by Philly fans. Like, who is this stupid guy, Jake Brown? I'm like, I didn't ask him about that. He randomly told he me Philly fans are trash. Yeah. Right, right. All I said was, do you view yourself as a Philly? And then he had some thoughts he had to let out. So yeah. people got mad at me that day. I was the talk of like. 97.5 and WIP. I'm like, right. I didn't do anything. Yes, I'm a Mets fan. I was I on 97.5 at the time. I remember. Yeah, you it. probably trashed me too. So all you <laughs> oh, trash. No me. question. So I want no an apology. Question. I demand an apology, Harry. All right, I, I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> Thank you. But <laughs> Desi, you a, a trip to Chick Fil A. Thank you very much. Desi Relaford <laughs> was one of the great uh, Harry Cal. I can still hear Harry Callis say his name, Desi Relaford. You know, he just it was just one of those names that you'll never forget. Well, he left Philly and had a good career. I mm. liked him, and people were like, "Why are you interviewing Desi Relaford?" Like, it <laughs> was like you know the eighth backup offensive lineman on the Jets, like unavailable or something. <laughs> but uh, no, I Desi with the Mets had a career year in two thousand one. I was ten years mm -hmm. old, um, thirty now. I was ten at the time, and he had hit three hundred. It was the nine eleven year. It was just a, right. uh, like a good feel kind of Mets team, even though a you know, good feel Mets team is over five hundred, which is mm -hmm. pathetic. Uh, 
But uh, yeah, he had a great year. That's why I had him on. So that that wow. answers why I would have Desi Relevant on. Well, this has been a great right now. They're definitely doing something right now, man. Yeah, they're making actually, some noise. Well, yeah, yeah well, this has been a good year for New or week for New York. Both football teams won, and the Mets go out and get Max Scherzer. I mean, how fitting is it, though, guys, as a Mets fan and, and for me as a New York sports fan, that we get Scherzer on the day of the lockout? Yeah, like, <laughs> his press conference is the day where there won't be baseball. It's like here's Max Scherzer. He's a Met, but he won't pitch here for a while because these greedy owners. Um, so I really hope it doesn't cut. If it cuts into the season. Cut mm-hmm. into April. That's fine. I, I go to I go to 50, 55. I went to 55 games here. I'm there a lot. I could live with missing the cold April night games, but please don't cut into May and June. Baseball is the best summer sport going to a ball game on a sunny day. So I hope they get this figured out by February so I could go to spring training because um, I do our Mets podcast, Amazing But True, with Nelson Figueroa, a former oh, Philly. Yeah. Um, and me and Figure are expected to go to spring training, but uh, we need to figure out this lockout situation. That's the problem, man. It's lockout situation. But you know, you know, going but getting back to, to the Jets, I like Salah when he came in. Mm-hmm. Um, I know he was gonna get this hard nose type of, you know, art, you know. But how is he relationship with, with, with Douglas, you know, one of our former, you know, GM slash well, not really a GM, but you know, our, our pro personnel guy. Um, how do you guys like him so far? I mean, he's gotten you guys a lot of first round picks, you know. Has he put enough on the field to really turn you guys like, all right, we're, we, we like Joe Douglas? Uh, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I like Joe Douglas. We'll take him back. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like them both. They're bald, which is – I always sign a, a, ball, a fellow baldy. Um, but uh, – and Douglas is, is a bit of a chunky guy. I'm a little chunky. Um, <laughs> although people will see me or like meet me and they'll be like, I thought you were a lot fatter. You're very self-deprecating. You always talk about how fat you are and you're not that fat. Well, if you saw my diet, you would think I'd be an ogre and 800 pounds. Um, anyways, uh, no, he's gotten a lot of picks. He hasn't converted on the picks. So he's kind of had a long honeymoon because listen, he came in after a draft. I mean, the jets are so dysfunctional that they got a GM after a draft, which was so bizarre, whatever it was, May or June. They're like, all right, you drafted these guys we're firing you you should have brought douglas in before that draft that was a bizarre move there so he kind of got that year's an off year last year was covid so everything that happened i guess you give him that off year this draft coming up will define joe douglas he will have two picks potentially in the top 10 if the seahawks keep crap in the bed as they have what a weird story (laughs) that is and thanks to geno smith for a couple of those losses uh, for you know, he he punched a jet, and now he took the punch back and gave us a few losses to uh to get us a better draft pick. But this is a draft. You have two top ten picks. These both need to be franchise difference makers. Either offensive lineman and a pass rusher. You know, a cornerback. It's probably going to be a cornerback and a pass rusher. Uh, they have to knock it out of the park with this draft because you you talk about compiling picks but not having success with them. And there's been a lot of there's like James Morgan, a fourth round pick, who's you know a quarterback who might never see an NFL field. Um, you know the the cornerbacks that have struggled, they have not converted. I mean, Braden Mann, the punter, was like the Jets' best player last year, and now he's crap. So uh, everyone were raving about a, a freaking punter as a draft pick, and now he's been terrible. So this is the defining Douglas offseason. Mm. And if he's and the Jets are terrible next year, and you know they're a four or five win team next year. Uh, he probably gets the pick. So. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Sipos was our best player the first couple of weeks of the season, Barrett. Remember MVP. that? Our punter? Yeah. <laughs> Pinning MVP. teams inside the 10. 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, these guys are important. You saw, yeah. you know, in the Giant Eagle game, Riley Dixon, terrible punt. It was like Deshaun Jackson part two, I thought was coming. You guys had all the chance in the world to win that game. And uh, Riley Dixon handed it to you. So punters do make make a difference. But uh, it shows you when when you love a punter, mm-hmm. it means your team is pure garbage. Exactly. <laughs> but, uh, sorry to the punters out there. but We're, we're going to let you go on this, Jake. I mean, you realize, and I know you know this, the Eagles have never lost to the Jets. So you're predicting this is the, this is the, 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 the Jets get off the schneid against the Birds. Yeah, Kaz yep. let me know that. I, I guess we Jets have maybe beat the Eagles in preseason, maybe. Yeah. Um, uh, p- playoffs, they have. Uh, they will never see each other. Maybe not in our <laughs> lifetime, guys. Maybe like in eighty years, the Jets and Eagles will have a, a virtual a Super Bowl. It'll be a virtual Super Bowl. It'll only be like virtually. They won't actually be, be playing, but right. Um, it'll all be digitalized. Yeah. Uh, They'll play it at Rutgers. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and Ray Lucas will come out and do the coin toss. Yeah, no, they'll play it at Astoria Park down the street by me, and I'll, I'll be I'll be calling the game virtually, of course. Uh, yeah, I know. I, it's weird to, to say. I think I might go. I mean, the weather is not going to be. I hate December games because I guess I'm I'm a little baby and I don't want to sit mm-hmm. in the cold. Plus, I just love red zone, and you know, I, yeah. I do our Giants podcast too, so I kind of need to be in in tune with what's going on in that game. And they're both one o'clock, but. Uh, 49, 50 degrees. It's doable. You know, a little hoodie yeah. and a jacket. Uh, I'll be fine. A couple cold brews. Um, so yeah, I don't know why. I just think it's going to be an ugly one, and the Jets end up prevailing. And that's that's assuming their kicker can convert. You know, mm-hmm. you want to talk about kicking since Jason the Jets let Jason Myers go, the Pro Bowler. Their kicking has been inept. I mm-hmm. can be their kicker and make. I mean, Matt Amendola has sucked, and we have to deal with Nick Folk making fifty-five yarders for the Patriots. Like, good God, he was yeah. he was on the Jets when you know in tw- in the two thousands. He was on our teams that made the <laughs> AFC championships, and now he's beating us. Right, Matt with Jones Rex Ryan. is beating us. Matt, uh, Nick Folk is beating us. Bill Belichick is beating us. Good God, it's 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 frustrating. But yeah, yeah twenty seventeen Jets uh, Jets prevail. Maybe, right. You guys want to put a, a wager on this? Do we? Uh, Do we want to? Like, we want to bet something here, Barrett? Maybe Hell a, yeah! A, a yeah, steak now, dinner or something now, next now time you guys t- are in the city. Is this just Absolutely. straight up or with the point spread? Because we'd be given like seven points. Uh, straight up. Okay. Steak, steak dinner. Next time you guys are in the city. Beautiful. Uh, Jets win. You guys get me a steak dinner. Uh, okay. Eagles win. I got you both. That's fair. And everybody we go. everybody on the stream has heard it. They all know it. And That's an absurd all... deal, by the way, for you guys. It really is. <laughs> doing, yeah. doing the yeah. money line on this. Doing no well, spread. You, you, can get you can get Harry to steak dinner. I'll take a um. I'll take a, a, a white a, a case. You'll take white castle. A white castle. A case. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'll get your crave case. I think that's more fair. There so we go. One. Crave case. One. Yep. All right, crave case for both of you. Forget All right, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the football. Appreciate you coming on. All right, guys. Thanks All for right. having me. At Jake Brown Radio on Twitter. He's he's a good follow. He's funny. I like that. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Guy. All right. Now his his buddy Kaz that does the podcast with him has been on Birds Three Sixty Five. I understand. And speaking well, you know, of Birds 365, Barrett, i got to cut you off because Jody Mack is going to join us on this show at 1130. Say what? Yes, the Mac man. Well, hey, that, that'll, be, that'll be poetic justice. Make him come on. Yeah, he right. needs extra radio time. You've been on his show how many times this year? Oh, I, I, I can't count. And I'll start again next week. Next week, I'll probably be on like twice because there's no football. Right. No right. Eagles game. Yeah, so, so Xander will call me. Hey, um, B, yeah. I, I need you for 820. Right. All right. We, we might uh, double up guests too next week on this show. 
<laughs> All right, Barry, we're going to take a short time out. We'll be back uh, with a lot of other Eagle stuff. And we got some great uh, Brian Kelly audio. Brian Uh-oh. Kelly talked to his uh, former team, uh, the, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And then he went down and uh, met the people in LSU. I think he was at a basketball game and they gave him the microphone. And we're going to have some audio from Brian Kelly. You're not going to want to miss it. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. All right, welcome back. Hour number two of the middle, the football Friday edition of the middle. Barrett Brooks and Harry Mays. Barrett coming to you live from missoula montana and uh we got jody mack coming up at the bottom of the hour he's got a he's got a conflict this sunday he's uh you know grew up a jet fan uh has done a lot of radio in both cities philadelphia and new york and uh, we've got to tap in because he knows i mean he's followed this jet team all his life 
and he's followed the Eagles for a, a large portion of his life, too. So I figured he'd be good to tap into. And since Barrett's always on that show, we figured we'd, you know, kind of try to even it up today. Yeah, you know, we need to extend the olive branch to him. Let him yeah. know he's welcome on our show. Right. I didn't think he thought he was welcome. That's what it is. Really? But, you know, oh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought he just, well, you know, he felt as though he might have been too big time to be on our show. Oh. You know what I mean? Well, that's you different. Know, he, he's before us. You know what I mean? Right. You know, it's like the varsity always played, you know, he's the varsity. So, you know, we're, okay. we're kind of secondary to him. We're the JV. Yeah. Yeah, we're the JV. But you know well, what? The amount of disrespect I see, look, usually if you look at Harry's background, last me yesterday, he had a bead on it. Mm-hmm. No Jets. Nope. Now comes the day is the Eagles. Right. Just Eagles on it, no half Jets. Exactly. I don't think I didn't notice that. I'm glad you picked I didn't that up that. because that was, a, that was a conscious effort. The Jets don't even appear on my radar in any way, shape, or form. I've already told I you. I noticed it. I've already told you. That's very good by you, Barrett. i got to give you, give you credit. Um, I've already told you I'm playing golf. I'm going to DVR the game, and I'm going to zip through this disaster in about an hour and 15 minutes when I get back on Sunday afternoon. Okay. Well, it's going to be 60 degrees, man. You got to take advantage of that. I know. Exactly. And me, I got to watch it, man. I got to be there. I got to do a pregame show before. Then I got to sit down, break it down, watch it, take notes on it. And then I got to do a tour. I mean, an hour and a half show afterwards. Right. On on what I just saw. Is it only an hour and a half? I thought you went two hours, you guys. We go an hour and a half now. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. They don't deserve two hours until they start winning. That's enough. When they really start winning. Yeah. You get two hours then. Yeah, I'm not going to waste another 30 minutes of my time talking about that disaster. I'm yeah. not doing it. If they make the playoff game, if they have a playoff game, you probably give them two hours. I give them two hours all day. Right. All right. day. Yeah. All so. right. Let's get to this because I had sent uh, Xander this stuff. I saw this um, last night and this morning. It's all over the place. Uh, let's Xander, let's use the first one from the Action Network. Actually, is this the one from the action? Yeah, this is the one. This Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Just sort of a little bit longer. It's Brian Kelly on the basketball court at LSU last night greeting the fans. Listen to this. Thank you. Thank you. Well, this is a great way to get started. And I haven't even won all my games yet. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana, but more importantly, to be with you great fans and to be part of what is going to be an incredible ride here at Louisiana State University. Wow! That, that now, did you hear that, Barrett? Did you notice? Yes. It's a great night to be here yeah. with my family. What the hell he got was the that? Already? What? Why well, he's been he, down there for five minutes? 
He patronizing already, man. Come on now. We, we rip our coach here in Philadelphia for pandering. That yeah. is the ultimate form of pandering. Come Are on, man. Is that he's is been he, up north? Is he getting his recruiting voice going? I mean, you know, when I'm surprised he didn't roll out a go Tigers at the yeah. end of that. <laughs> Jesus, Jack. All right, let's hear the other because um, it was Jeff Darlington put this up, and this is a compare and contrast to. Uh, Brian Kelly saying the same word family to his Notre Dame uh, players. And then from last night in LSU, listen to this. Those incredible twelve years of my life, for me and my family, um, being here at Notre Dame. It's a great night to be a Tiger. I'm here with my family, and we are so excited to be in the great state of Louisiana. Oh, my goodness. Uh, he said family, you know, when he's talking to Notre Dame. <laughs> it's a great yeah, time you know, you gotta be, to be a you gotta tiger. Be <laughs> the pandering. And that, oh, that, that's the worst, man. Oh. That is absolutely the worst. Oh, man. Come I, on, I, man. I hope he goes 0-12. <laughs> <laughs> I want Saban. I want Saban to hang 60 on him. Okay? Seriously. <laughs> That is ridiculous, man. Take How do you money, take your money? And Xander was telling us that even if he gets fired, like before the end of the contract, which he probably will, it's 10 years. Right, um, right. He gets all his money like right away, like yep. within like 60 days of his firing. Is that right? That is crazy. It gets accelerated. I mean, you see what happened to the coach that just, just left there. I mean, he just had a, he just got a new deal, what, two years ago? And then all of a sudden, mm-hmm. bam, he's out of there now. But I mean, we are, evidently, evidently couldn't keep it in his pants. After he got a divorce, he couldn't keep it in his pants, man. He was going out slaying everything, bro. He was he, he was like, I'm a bachelor now. I'm living a bachelor life. Here I am, a head coach at an yeah. SEC team. I yeah. want all. I want all the benefits. He would have gotten all the benefits, didn't he? I'm going to go to LSU and we're on a natural championship. <laughs> now sit on my lap. Yeah, yeah, that guy. What a creep. He divorced right. his wife who had cancer right after they won a national championship, and now he's going out and dating girls half his age. Right. <laughs> you can't do it I, like I that, man. I don't know whether to punch him in the face or give him a high five. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, look here, look here. You don't want to go, you want to go. Or exactly, yeah, yeah. Be like that kid in the in the uh, handshake line at that high school basketball game. Did you see that on the internet? No, I did. What happened? I think it was from Iowa. It was like a junior high or high school game in Iowa, and uh, they're they're in the handshake line. The two teams are all coming forth, you know, doing the handshakes, and this one kid just punches the the opponent's kid right in the gut and then not and then it hits him right across the face knocked what? him out knocked him out yep why well, did see that yeah if if Xander knows what what I'm talking about we should put that up too that was that was incredible that might be the the tweet of the week if wow. you find it. it's it's amazing he that's almost like his ass like <laughs> boom, right in the gut and then right up top and then, and then the, the the kid's teammate, the other uh, team's teammate, like put him in a headlock and took him down. And that's the end of the video. It's like ten Bro, that's, seconds. That's, that's almost like Chicago with the uh, wide receiver and the cornerback. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You see that the play? He stops, 
and just starts yeah. punching him. I'm like, yeah. what is going on? Yeah, what is happening here? Yeah. So, <laughs> we'll, we'll try to find that. But in the meantime, did you happen to – I know you were flying last night, and you had like a connection in Denver and all sorts of things. Did you see any of the Dallas Saints game? Just little snippets. I, how do you throw four picks? Uh, I know how you do. You throw four picks. Yeah, it was. Terrible. He's not a quarterback. Right, right. You threw one to a defensive lineman. Yep. You gave Diggs his ninth uh, interception. It's it's ridiculous, man. The Saints are ridiculous right now. What is he doing? What is Payne? Payne's about to get himself out of there. He's about to get fired, bro. You think he wants to get fired? It looks here, like here it. here it is. Here it is. Just blow this up if you can, Xander. This is awesome. Here it is. Watch this, Barrett. Right here. Boom, boom, boom. Out. <laughs> Dang. Oh, my goodness. Right here. Boom. Oh. Wow. I'm, I'm telling you what, man. Like, what What? What provoked that? I need more I don't know. I don't know, but he, he had a vendetta. Caught him. Oh my god, he's a little dude too. I know they're all little dudes. They had to be like right. junior, junior high team or something. Oh hey, my. you see? Did you see the logo on the on the field? You see that logo? Yeah, that's actually Kansas State's logo. I know, but in orange. In orange, right? Well, Coach Snyder lets you know he he lets the high schools use his logo. Is that right? But he he's the one that he paid this kid like five thousand bucks to to do that logo, and then he. Gave it to Kansas State, and okay. now he get he, he was getting like ten percent of all revenue that came from that logo. Bill Snyder is yes. Oh, that's br- genius! 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 And then he turns around, you know, he makes it. He makes it, you know, something that everybody wants. And now he's he 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 made so much. Money. I think I think he mo- he moved down for like one percent now, but it was wow. like ten percent. Wow. That's absolutely ingenious, man. That he changed the logo when he first gets there and gets a profit from, you know, he gets, you know, disbursement from that logo and the and the revenue they get from it. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely ingenious. That is that yeah. is genius. But he does give it to the high schools though. He does okay. give it to the high schools for free. Okay. Well, uh Colin Berger on the stream, because we were asking, like, I need more info. What provoked that? He says he's 5'2. That's what provoked it. Right. <laughs> so he's got short man's complex, is what he's saying. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. All right. Now, now you're in Missoula and you're in a what kind of hotel are you in? I always use I always use the Holly Inn Express. Okay. Always. Right. And that's I'm because not a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I did stay right. in the Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> and I do this because, number one, it comes with – all of them come with um, refrigerators and microwaves. Okay. And then also, it you know, it's very comfortable beds. Like, I used mm-hmm. to use Hilton. Hilton's yeah. beds are trash to me. They, they, they are the worst beds to me. All okay. of them are, 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 are trash. But Hilton – I mean, uh, Holiday Inn beds yeah. are amazing. Wow. I have never not had a good night's sleep in a Holiday Inn. So that's when I use, you know, you know, everywhere I go, I use a Holiday Inn. That's awesome. Now, you, yeah. that's another sponsorship you need. There we go. There you we know, go. You know, White Castle and Holiday Inn Express. You know, and, and, and all I need now is my uh, my 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 um, stateside so I can get infused. So I, I, I need stateside to go ahead and make it infused. Pineapple infused vodka. Right. We'll be, you know. We're making it happen then. 
It would be called the Brooksy. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> yeah. Now, now, did you know? I don't know if you know anything about Missoula, Montana, but it no, is. I don't. Um, it's located along the Clark Fork River, near the confluence with the Bitterroot and Blackfoot Rivers in western Montana, and the area is described as the hub of five valleys. You're only 50 miles from Idaho. Did you realize that? I didn't. Yeah. And and I won't see it either. No, you, <laughs> you're just going to go to the stadium and then back to the airport probably, right? Bro, bro, I'm going straight to the stadium and straight back here. I'm not deviating anywhere from anything. I told you, man, I'm, I'm scared I might walk to the stadium. You know, the stadium's only 10 miles, I mean, uh, 10 minutes away, not even 10 miles. It's probably like, it's probably like a half a mile or something away. So I'm right. going to walk to the stadium. I'm kind of scared because I don't want a mountain lion to jump out the tree or, you know, saying a wild grizzly to come get me, you know, or I, I might know. get, I might get rammed by one of those rams, you know. So do they, do they have those, big guys, do they have those big horn sheep up there? Yeah, big horn sheep. Yeah. yeah, they got all that out here, bro. Wow. All well, that. Well, this it is, says, uh, as, as far as the flora and the fauna, the local wildlife includes white-tailed deer, moose, grizzly bears, black bears, osprey, and bald eagles. I'll go down to the Delaware and see a bald eagle. Right. I don't need to see I don't need to see a moose. No. I don't need to see any of that, bro. I've seen moose. I was actually when I was because uh, I was a runner in uh, high school and, and first year of college. And we're on a trip out in Wyoming. We were in Yellowstone Park. Wow. And, and we were there for a couple of days. So I went out every day and ran. And I'm running in Yellowstone Park on one of the trails by myself. I swear to God, I can still see it to this day. And I'm in this like wooded area. And as I crested this little hill on this trail, you know how you feel when you feel you're being watched? Like you just know somebody's like something's you're not alone. Yeah. Okay. The hair on your back raises up. Yes. As I'm as I'm running, and I felt that way. And I looked around to my left and I looked to my right, and I see a moose over here and a moose over here on either side of the trail, probably about 20, 15 yards away back off the trail, two of them. And I was told that if they're going to charge you, they're going to stick their tongue out first. So I'm freaking watching these moose as I'm running to see if I, to see if I can see their tongues coming out. You know, if I see, I'm really going to have to start moving, right? I, I swear to, I swear to God. And I just kept going. They never, they never like took a foot towards me. But they were too big. it was unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. Bro, I heard that if you if you're running, you're supposed to, you know, and you know people have mooses. Yeah. In their, you know, in their backyard and stuff. You have to have a, a, a red t-shirt. Is that right? Because you have a red t-shirt and you're running, and if they see you and they don't want to charge you, all you have to do is start waving a t-shirt and they might think it's fire. Instead of real dumb animals, look, they you wave a t-shirt and it looks like fire to them, they'll take off the other way. No, nope. that's what I heard. I'll never know. I saw, I, look, I saw a stuffed moose. You know, I went out to, um, when I was when I was living in, uh, I was playing for the Detroit Lions. They have this um, this bar restaurant, huge bar restaurant. It's called the Moose, moose Head Lounge or something, something like that, a moose something. Well, Moose Head's a beer, too. It was a yeah, yeah. beer. Yeah. Well, they, um, inside of it, like, they have these chandeliers, these huge chandeliers, and they're, like, you know, made from all these um, these these deer horns. 
I mean, they say these chandeliers are like worth like you know thirty forty thousand dollars a piece. You know yeah, what I mean? Antlers and stuff. Yeah, the antlers. Yeah, the antler um uh, chandeliers. So I look over the corner and they got a bear. You know, standing up a grizzly bear standing up like yeah. that. And then they have a moose when you first walk in. And I look at the moose. I'm looking. I'm six foot four. So I'm six foot five and a half. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it. And it's stuffed, but I'm looking at eye to eye. Eye to eye. Like, it's it's taller than I am. Yeah. But I'm looking at the nose. I'm right at the nose, eye to eye with the nose. And I'm looking at, like, that that thing is huge. I mean, right. What do you do with that? Put How shoulder, do you stop that? Put shoulder pads on that son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, There's no way I want to live in an area like that. That's what I'm saying. I can't do that, man. Right, right. You know, it, it just wouldn't behoove me to be living around stuff that can eat me like that. Or, 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 or you know, I mean, what if it wants to just charge me or something? Man, I can't stop that. Man, I've stopped the likes of everything from Mr. White to, to, to you know, Leslie O'Neill, mm-hmm. uh, Chris Dolman, Chris Derek Dolman. Yep. But I've never thought about, you know, looking at a wild animal like that and being attacked by a wild animal. Yeah. That's just like, that's, that's, that's something I can't comprehend. That conceptually, I just can't comprehend running and, and seeing a. I mean, come on, man! I was watching YouTube and this guy was riding a bike through these trails and stuff, and all of a sudden, this this um mountain lion jumps out of um off the tree and 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 attacks this dude on the on a bike. I'm just not gonna put myself in that type of situation. Hey. In fact, I just now I just now came to the conclusion that I'm gonna drive instead of walk this 10 minute walk. I'm driving to the stadium tomorrow today. Okay. Okay. I'm driving. I'm not. I'm not doing that, man. Yeah. There's do no you, way that I do that. Do you have a rental car? Or do you use Uber? There's they a rental car. You have a rental car. Because I, I do. They even have Uber up there. Bro, I don't know what they have. I'm gonna see. You know, that's what I might do. I might Uber it. Yeah. It be my. It might be a little bit more safer. I'm just not. I, I can't do it. Man. Right. I just can't. Yeah, now 91 LSXers points out on the stream, he likes it when cougars attack. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, did you know one last thing about Missoula, Montana, the culture? Um, The location of the state's first university uh, has an eclectic mix of loggers, hippies, college students, sports fans, and retirees. So have you run into any hippies? I, okay. Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to internalize what you just said. Loggers. I don't like see myself running industry. into any hippies. No, I, don't, I can't see myself running into any hippies because I'm not going to leave the room. I'm going to Uber eat. I told you, man, I'm not, I, I won't see any of that. If, no. if, 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 my, um, if my Uber driver is a hippie, then I'll see it. Right. I'm not seeing anything else, man. Yeah. Okay. Nothing. Maybe you think you should have brought your gun to this uh, road trip. Absolutely. I wish yeah. I had it. Yeah. I wish I had it, man. I wish I had it. Oh, man. Just to walk safely, man. I just don't feel safe around here, bro. I don't yeah. feel safe. All right. I just tell- can't get it. Go ahead. I can't see myself walking and, and crossing path with a, with a, you know, a moose that's seven foot tall, man. It's, mm-hmm. It's just not, you know, something I want to do. You know, I'm used to being down in Camden and walking. And I see a pit bull in it. I can, I can whoop a pit bull. Right. But I don't know if I can whoop a moose or, you know, so a black bear, brown bear, any type of bear. Well, wow. uh, Tone points out that you're going to smell the hippies first. You'll smell them before you see them. Okay. Is that like that unwashed scent? Right. Uh, maybe a little patchouli oil and marijuana. 
you know, the musk of marijuana. Musk, yes, yes. That's that's the hippie musk. It's it's like it's like perspiration, bo, uh, patchouli, and marijuana all mixed together. Right. What kind of pheromones is that? Pheromones. Yeah, pheromones. It's the free love pheromone. That's what it is. The yes. free love pheromone. Oh my god! Yes. All right. Let, let's get it back to the Eagles. Um, what what in your mind i mean like we saw dallas last night who looked awful in their win they did win by 10 like i said they would but they turned the ball over or they got four turnovers they won the turnover margin by three and still did not look good Dak didn't look good i didn't think they couldn't run the ball um there's something amiss with dallas Mm -hmm. right now but today or on sunday if the eagles in order for the Eagles to win this game, what's the two things that have to happen? Number one, they must run the ball. You know, that's always going to be number one. They must run the ball. Mm-hmm. But what they really have to do, man, is is not to give them a chance. Man, they have to heat up Wilson and, and, and make sure that he's uncomfortable at all times. You know, and that's been something that the Eagles haven't done consistently, especially with their pass rush. You know, Gannon wants to he, – he wants to just rush four – and drop everybody back in coverage. I, I think he needs to heat this guy, young guy up. They're going to have to bring more blitzes. They will make wow. him uncomfortable so he doesn't right. even get an opportunity to think that he has a chance to to, to compete in this game. He's thrown 10 interceptions. Blitzes. He's thrown 10 right, interceptions in limited action. I mean, he hasn't played – I mean, I don't know how many games he's been out for a while, but 10 interceptions already. Exactly. So yeah. they must put pressure on him. The only way they have to do that, I man, they got to send some blitzes, man. And, you know – Davion Taylor, with him being out for the rest of the year, I mean, some guys, somebody's got to step up. Somebody's mm-hmm. got to step up. Um, I know they're gonna bring Alex. You know, Alex is, is starting to become a little more aggressive in his in his um in his in his in his pass rushing. You know, he he's Singleton. blitzing him more, yeah. and and he's he's made some plays. Singleton, he's made some plays by just understanding where he fits in in the defense when he is blitzing. Like you know, when they disguise the blitz in the um. You know, before they they brought, they looked like they were going to bring the two cat blitzes off the outside, which are corner blitzes, Mm -hmm. and then drop them off, and then it opened up, and then he blitzed perfectly. You know, he has to understand when and how to blitz. He came um, in through the middle of the line, though, in that blitz. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Because they put those they put those those uh, cornerbacks in the in the in the number count and took him out of the number count, and then it opened up for him. He has to realize, you know, what they're trying to do in the design of the blitz before he just, you know, used to just run in there and just, you know, all right, I'm in and get stuck to an offensive lineman. Now he understands how they're trying to blitz him, and he's starting to get a feel for that. T.J. Edwards has to step up. They have to put a little pressure on this young quarterback because he, you don't want him to get any type of rhythm in this game. You want him to just be, you know, from the very start, you know, they got to be thinking, all right, we, we want to see what the backup quarterback can do. That's right. the way they got to think. I want to see what this backup quarterback can do. And the only way you can do that is to make him make some turnovers and beat him up on the inside. That would be, would that be Flacco, do you think? Or, or would they bring in uh, White? Is, is Flacco, is he, is he on protocol? Oh, I'm not is he sure. On protocol? I'm not sure. I thought he was on a protocol. Oh, boy. Really? Because I know he's not I vaccinated. Thought he that I made... thought he was. All right. Let me check. Let me check. <laughs> Beautiful, man. Beautiful. <laughs> Bro, you sound just like him. <laughs> Dude, I worked with the guy every day for a bunch of years. 
It starts. It just echoes in your brain after a while. Um, I don't. It doesn't say that. It, no, it's no. It doesn't say that he was activated. Right, well, yeah. he so was that's activated that's, three days ago. Good. So, yeah. So that's that's what they, that's what their that's what their mantra should be. I want to see how Joe Flacco plays. Yeah. That's what they need to. That's what they need to go into this game thinking. Because if they can beat him up and make Wilson, you know, feel as though he didn't have a shot, yes. they're going to have to put Flacco in. At least they know about Flacco. It was Mike White, the quarterback, who tested positive. Oh, it was Mike White. That's, okay, that's the guy. According to this, QB Mike White, who tested positive last Tuesday, won't be available this week. That was. Joe Flacco, this was for last week's game, I believe, against the Texans. Uh-huh. No, no, it's for this week's game. It's for this week's game. My bad. So, yeah, Flacco would be the backup. Well, let's how see how that? Flacco. I'd be like, let's see how Flacco can play. Let me see how yeah. good Flacco is. Oh, uh, we got to thank Colin Berger on the super chat. Uh, he goes, he's he gave us a super chat for you, actually, Barrett, for your moose mace. Oh. <laughs> the moose mace. Yeah, so you could spray it in the face of the moose. Moose, but that mace. means you'd have to get pretty close to the moose. I'm not getting. If there's a moose between my Uber and the stadium, right. there's no chance that I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm going in and 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 doing the game. So <laughs> slim chance to none. <laughs> right now, is is Jordan Mylotta? Is he a moose or is he a root hog? Oh, you know what? That's a, that's. Moose Malata sounds pretty good. Moose, you yeah. would say moose, yeah. Right, right. Moose, and 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 um and and you would call uh you know his his left guard a grizzly. Yeah, Dickinson. <laughs> yeah, Dickinson. Yeah, because Dickinson is a grizzly. The guy I do my podcast, golf podcast with, is Moose. Oh, is he? That's his name. Yeah. <laughs> Swinging and digging. That's exactly right. All right, uh, we're going to take a timeout. We're going to be back in, in uh, three minutes with Jody Mack from Birds 365. Don't go anywhere. Can't wait. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this.
field of life, First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. The final half hour of a football Friday. On the middle, Barrett Brooks, Harry Mays, Jacob Media YouTube channel. And we know when the Eagles are playing the Jets and it's not preseason, there's one guy that you have to go to, okay? And we see him every day, Monday through Friday on Birds 365. But it's rare that he has an appearance on this show. Barrett, you're on his show quite a bit. But I'm thinking today when we were talking Jets and Eagles, you got to have Jody Mack on the show. Jody, welcome to the show, man. All right. So I hop on the stream. And we're talking about elk and moose, yeah, and lions and tigers and bears. I'm going, what the heck? Yeah, I and thought we were going to talk Eagles Jets. What the hell are these guys talking about? We are, but Barrett's in Montana right now, so I had to bring him up to speed on Missoula, Montana. Yeah, I might. You know, usually black people don't go to Montana. I might be the only one here because we don't play around when it comes to mooses and bears, and you know, that's just not our our thing. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's no, it's it's cold too. This is just not what we do, bro. So I'm out here, man, and I'm I'm you know I'm I'm not scared of anything. But I tell you what, I'm not going for a walk anywhere. Believe that, you know. I, I figured they had to get you into that state, kicking and screaming. You went right. voluntarily. You got I, on the no, plane no. without being escorted in. I had to follow the money, man. I had to follow the money, okay. man. Just, right. It's not too much I won't do for money, man. But I might have I might have done too much this time. You know, I'm I'm looking at this, man. I'm like, this is kind of shady out here, bro. He's doing an FCS playoff game between the Montana Grizzlies and the Eastern Washington uh, Eagles. Yes, the Eagles. This this is a second round of playoffs, man. You know, two really good teams. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the game. You know, they played each other earlier in the year and uh, Eastern Washington won. It was definitely an even game. In fact, um, I think Montana should have won the game because they were more consistent. They ran the ball better, uh, but you know the defense that um, the defense that, that Eastern Washington had some big plays late in the game, and that's why they won the game. Barrett, did you call Carson Wentz to ask him what you should be doing in Montana? Right. Get some of I, that I... Northwestern Hicks <laughs> feel. Carson could fill in the blanks for you. That's right. I called him. He didn't answer the phone, man. So next time I'm gonna text him, what should I, what do I do to get a bison burger out here in Montana? That's what I'm gonna ask him next time. I'm at, I already asked Joey B. Joey B. said get the rattlesnake. So we'll see. We'll see. I, I, I would suggest mayonnaise for your 
bison burger. That's, yeah. that's just me. I put mayo on everything. So Mo- Montana's a three and a half point favorite, by the way. Joe, do you have a you have a play on this game? Um, oh, I, I'll take the points. I think Eastern Washington's gonna win it outright. <laughs> oh, whoa. There we go. There All we right, go. Jody, I know you've been watching, you know, you watch the Eagles every week, you watch the Jets too. I mean, I haven't seen the Jets play. And I'm not even going to watch them on Sunday. I'm going to play golf uh, because it's going to be about 50 degrees. I'm going to DVR this game and zip through it when I get home. But bring us up to speed on this team. I know Zach Wilson, he turns the ball over a lot. The team's like, what, minus 15 in the turnover ratio, which is a real big reason why they're three and eight. And offensively, they've only scored 23 touchdowns all season as an offense. Yeah, and I think they'll probably get one touchdown. If they get two touchdowns on Sunday, I'll actually be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, they're not a good <laughs> offensive team. And when Robert Salah took over, he brought in his own offensive coordinator. And here's the thing that bugs me. Uh, we had um, Brian Costello, buddy of mine, covers the Jets for the New York Post and WFAN up in New York. Yep. And he said the problem has been that Zach Wilson doesn't exactly fit the Jets scheme and what they want to do on offense, then why the hell did you draft them at number two? <laughs> if, if you didn't think he'd fit your scheme, why would you use the second pick in the draft on it? When he gets to a platform outside the pocket, he's got physical capabilities. Right. He makes exciting plays. But the actual offense that we want to run, he's not great at it. Oh, there's the guy you want because your franchise wow. quarterback going forward. Doesn't make any sense to me. Wow, wow, Barrett, that's uh, sounding like you a couple months ago. Yeah, you know, Jody, I told him, I said, look, he's the fifth best quarterback in this draft. I don't know why you guys would draft him. And he doesn't really fit an NFL scheme unless you have like almost like a college court, um, a college type of offense. (laughs) You look at what the Eagles are doing right now. They're reverting back to running an offense that's more suitable to the skill set that, you know, that the offensive line is not necessarily what the quarterback is, but what this offensive line is. They run the ball consistently. Well, the the Jets don't have that type of offensive line, but they do have a quarterback that's more versatile as far as functional mobility. He's the guy that you want to run boot protections to you want to waggle protections you want to move him around the pocket because he throws better outside of the pocket than inside the pocket so i don't understand why they're trying to make him a pocket passer when he's a better athlete and getting out in in space and throwing the ball that's when he has his most success that's when he got the most success in byu that's when he showed the best when they were out there uh throwing in and, and all those workouts they had for him and showing his mobility out there and getting the ball down the field if you're not going to Cater to his skill set, then why draft the guy? It doesn't make sense to me either. They make any sense to me. I was a field guy. I was hoping they took Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. He's got skills, so he should be a decent quarterback. But when you have the number two pick in the draft, you want a guy who's a perfect fit and you want to build your team around him. And that's one of the reasons why I, the, the, the Jets aren't as good as the Eagles. Their roster just isn't as good. And, oh, by the way, Jets are handicapped. Going to miss two of their key wide receivers this week. Davis, the big free agent acquisition they brought in from Tennessee. And it looks like Keenan Cole's going to be out. He's in the COVID protocol as well. So they're down two of their best wide receivers, which means Zach Wilson with less weapons. And he hadn't been that good to begin with anyway. Yeah, I don't see the Jets scoring a lot of points against the Eagles on Sunday. 
Right. I know they've beaten uh, what they beat Tennessee and Cincinnati along with the Houston Texans. I I actually did was watching the red zone when they beat the Bengals. Lawson made an incredible play. Didn't he intercept a burrow late in that game? Yes. And he's the secondary Lawson. They had uh, Carl Lawson, who they gave big money to in free agency, who got hurt before the season ever started. So they brought in Shaq Lawson as the backup. Uh, And he hasn't played badly. He's just not as good as the the guy the Jets signed first. Yeah, they've stepped up and won a couple of surprising games. One Mm -hmm. with Wilson early in the season against Tennessee. And then that was the... Mike White game. Oh, that's where he right. was going to be the savior of the franchise. Threw for 400 yards. First yeah. rookie ever in his yeah. first start. 400 <laughs> yards. And then he threw four interceptions in his next start. So, right. yeah, right. if you've been a Jet fan like I have for 50 years, you get used to this crap. Yeah. But isn't that amazing, though? Because you, you have a great perspective on this, being in New York radio and Philadelphia radio. We always fall in love with a guy like a Mike White. You know, when they won one performance, the fan base just gets all riled up and thinking that, wow, that we got the answer. It's like a Bobby Hoying situation. That's exactly who I was going to. Yeah. I was going to Bobby Hoying, which Barrett <laughs> will appreciate. I remember the game, Bobby Hoying against Boomer Esiason. They went mano a mano, up and down the field, touchdown on top of touchdown. Boomer actually had better numbers. People forget that. But the Eagles won the game, so they were ready to build a freaking statue outside the vet for Bobby Hoying. And I said, can we wait like a month? Forget about a year. All I'm asking for is a month before we build the statue. One week, they're ready to immortalize uh, Bobby Hoying. Didn't Brad Gable have a game like that too, Jody, back in the day? Mm, Or no? Not not to the level of Bobby Hoying. Okay, okay. Well, Bobby Hoying, people don't understand of Bobby Hoying. Bobby Hoying didn't really know how to read defenses. And when they when 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 we game plan going into the week, they would tell, like Gruden would tell them, hey, on this place, you know, we go 200 jet, all go. You throw it to this guy in the seam route. Throw it to this seam route. He'd throw the pass in practice, it'd be a pick. He said, Don't worry about it being a pick. Just throw it in the game, it'll be right there. He throw it in the game, it'll be wide open. Defense knew knew how to play him. So Gruden would tell him where to throw the ball every single play, and people didn't understand that. They didn't realize that. So when Gruden left, now he had to read defenses, and it was just a perfect storm of just, just everything going wrong, man. We had Dana Bible was the office coordinator. Halfway through the season, he's gone as the, uh, the office coordinator. We make, you know, a quarterback that was in camp the year before our office coordinator. It was, it was just, you know, Bill Musgrave. It was just a, a the perfect disaster going in to a thirteen and three season. That's you know that was just the perfect storm, which is the worst season ever. But you know, hey, it happened. And here's the thing I said about Bobby Hoying: even before he had his come to Jesus moment, people wanted to build a statue to him. When they drafted him, he's great. Ohio State, look what he did at Ohio State. How did we steal this guy in a draft? At Ohio State, he had a left tackle who went number one overall in the NFL draft. He had a tight end, Ricky Dudley, number one overall draft. He had two wide receivers who were both taken in the first round of the NFL draft. And he had Eddie George behind him, who was a Heisman Trophy candidate. How did you know if Bobby Hoyan was any good or if he was just along for the ride with all that other talent at Ohio State? Yeah. And that's it, you know. In fact, at the end of this season, they offered Bobby Hoyan four years, $20 million. He turned it down because Rob Johnson had just got – four years, $25 million, and he wanted the same contract. He said, oh, I'll bet on myself. And he went into the season, had the worst season ever, went 3-13, and, and never got that uh, that never got that contract, wow. that big contract after that. 
Wow. That's I would have broke my neck trying to sign that contract. Rob Johnson was another <laughs> stiff. Yep. <laughs> he, he was terrible. I mean, was he a USC guy? Went to Buffalo, I think? Yep. Yeah. He was in Jacksonville and then Jacksonville. signed with Buffalo, a big contract in Buffalo. Wow. Yep. All right, Jody, give me your, your take on Robert Sala uh, thus far through, what, 11, 12 games. Um, for the people who want to run Nick Sirianni out of town, you should, if you're a Jet fan, you should also want to run Robert Sala out of town. It's going to take time. Um, here's Johnny Mack, uh, you know, my co-host on Birds 365, mm-hmm. actually likes the setup that the Jets have. He came in and said, I'm going to be a CEO coach, which if you can pull it off, if you've got the right people around you and surrounding you, it probably is best because that's a lot to do to come in, be a new coach, and also call the plays and be on top. And Sirianni's trying to do it, and he's doing a decent job of it. But Salah was smart enough to come in and say, I'm going to get myself a hell of a defensive quarter. I'm going to get myself a hell of an offensive quarter, and I'm just going to come uh, sit back and run the show. The problem was the two guys that he picked as coordinators haven't wowed anybody since taking over with him. So his philosophy may work, but he's got to have the right people to do the jobs he puts in place for. That's why they're struggling. And of course, because they're the Jets. Um, so I still to be determined. I'm not ready to uh, sure as hell not going to build a statue to him, but I'm not ready to push him out the door just yet. Uh, the <laughs> players like him. They play hard. Uh, he is a motivator. Um, I just think it's going to take some time for the Jets to have to build that up. And this is a slow crawl this year. Thought they'd be better. Didn't think they were going to be any kind of a playoff contender, but I thought they could get out of the bottom two or three, and that's exactly where they are. Um, Jody Mack, I seem to listen. I heard you say that 10 years ago. I heard you say that five years ago. I heard you say that maybe two years ago. I heard you say it last year. Now you're saying it again. What's going to change? What's going to make a difference in, in what they're doing, man? They, they, Jets fans have been saying the same thing for a long time. What is going to be that deciding factor to take them over the hump? I may have to go to Montana to commune with nature to find the answer <laughs> to that question, Barrett, because I sure as hell don't know. What the fuck do I know? I got no idea. That you're right. 50 years. I was seven years old when the Jets went to the Super Bowl. And I thought, this is great. My team goes to the Super Bowl every single year, and they're going to pull the biggest upset in the history of the sport. Was then, still is today, 50 years later, Jets over the Colts. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that return trip to the Super Bowl. Hasn't happened. 50 years, they haven't gotten back once. That is some frustration, man. I often wonder what it's like to be a a fan of a team like the New York Jets. We just heard it right there. It's pain. pain. Oh, 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 by the way, Flyers are getting close. Oh, God. If you're a Flyer fan, it's been a long time since dances to the state. At least they made a couple of Stanley Cup finals, which the Jets haven't. But we haven't had a parade for the hockey team here in town for decades either. No, and there's not going to be one anytime soon either, this team, the way they've gone. I've watched that game for first half, like the first period, part of the second period against the Rangers the other night. Oh, my God. Just brutal. Rangers are good, though. (laughs) Yeah, Rangers are okay. Rangers are pretty good. All right. Go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just going to ask about the college this weekend. I know you're, you're big on college football like we are, too. Uh, do you take in the points with Alabama here? Is it too good to be too good to be true or a lock? 
I uh, because I've gone down this road and John and I did the end of birds 365 today. I think it's going to be a really close game. I mm-hmm. think they're, they're going to go in. George has been the best team in college football. Nobody could argue that. Uh, they've crushed everybody that they played. The only team that they didn't beat by double digits was Clemson week one. And right. they actually dominated them. It was a 10-3 final, but they dominated the game. So right. they dominated everybody they played. I don't know they're going to dominate Alabama this week. I really don't. I think that uh, Bryce Young can actually do some things against that Georgia defense, which is far and away the best defense in the country. Uh, I think it's going to be a fun game. And I want to see how the college football football committee or the playoff committee handles it. If Alabama loses on a last second play, late Mm -hmm. field goal, overtime, something like that, can a two-loss Alabama team hang in there? and get one of those four final slots. George is going to get one. I think Michigan wins. I think they're going to get one. I don't Mm -hmm. think they're going to screw Cincinnati. I think they'll win, so they'll get one. Who gets that fourth slot? A one-loss Oklahoma State team, a two-loss Alabama team, a one-loss Notre Dame team who has to struggle along without their new their old head coach, who nice Southern accent there, by the way, Brian Kelly. Nice attempt <laughs> at a Southern accent. What the hell was that all about? Right, all right. About, and Harry, Harry knows this because yeah. Harry and I did a show together. When in doubt, suck up to the hometown fan base. It's really not all that hard. All you have to do is say, like, one thing nice right. about the hometown fan. They'll fall in love with you forever. Right. So I guess that was Brian Kelly's attempt to suck up to the LSU fan base with some Pandering. lame attempt yep. at a Southern twang. My but- family. <laughs> I always get the nachos. Yeah, yeah, right. You know what? But you, you, I, I'm not going to lie. You know, I, I go back home. I'm in St. Louis. I can be there for five minutes and I pick up that, you know, that that Nelly St. Louis slang, you know, just I mean, just instantly. So I, I kind of understand. He was down but, there for 24 but, hours. But you so. were there once to begin with. You grew up I there. Kelly, I don't know that he's ever been to the state of Louisiana before. Right. But all of a sudden he's got a Louisiana accent. Right. Really? I love eating I love eating alligator. <laughs> Oh, I understand, awesome. but, but you know, I, I you know I, I'm looking. I, I look at it, you know these games, you know that are going to be on tomorrow. You know, you look at um, you know, I, I really think that Oklahoma State deserves a shot because I don't think that Alabama is going to be able to 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 beat Georgia. I think Georgia for the first time, Kirby Smart's going to have a team that that you know yeah, his, his mentor can't handle. Close loss though, a close loss could get him in. I don't even think it's going to be close, though. I, I really okay. don't. I don't not, think it's going to be close. Get in. You're right, Gary. Yeah, yeah. You know, they so they're going to lose. They're going to lose, and it, it might be by – it is by 10 points. you got to let Oklahoma State in. Wow. You have to. they got to beat Baylor. Yeah, that's well, not I, a good I think they will beat Baylor. They're that good. They'll be Baylor. Uh, but my favorite but game – They have to let them in. If you look at it from a wagering standpoint, I think that Cincinnati will run it up against Houston. Now, Houston's pretty good. Houston's only lost yeah. one game. They lost their opening game and have won out. And you look at the comparable scores because they're in the same conference. Um, they've been beaten up on the same team Cincinnati's been beaten up on. So um, it's not a foregone conclusion. But I think Cincinnati knows they don't want to get screwed. They don't want right. to see somebody jump over them. They don't want to have it their pocket picked in the last week because they're lucky to walk away with a 23-20 win. No, I think they go all out to score. I think they'll continue to run it up if they can. I think they're going to try and win by three touchdowns. So I'd lay the 11 points with Cincinnati this weekend, Houston. Yeah, I would. There it is. I don't know. 
Yeah. Are you surprised? Do you surprise Notre Dame stayed in house? No, um, good for them. I, I, mm-hmm. I always appreciate when they do that, when they stay in house, somebody who's, who's been part of the uh, university, not organization, not a college level, um, and uh, already has a relationship with the players. I think the timing of it had something to do with it as well, because you got to stay in house with uh, somebody to coach. If you do get into the playoffs, there is still that possibility. So you want to have somebody in place. I, I got no problems with their hire. I think it was actually pretty smart. Now, here's the deal. He comes out and goes five and six next year. See you later. Bye. Yeah. He's going to get one year and he's going to be done. So the pressure immediately mounts for year one. But right. I got no problems with the way Notre Dame handled it. All right. Uh, last thing. We'll let you go on this. Uh, Major League Baseball lockout. Uh, your thoughts? <laughs> it's uh, Again, it's kind of like being a Jet fan, being a baseball fan. You know this is going to happen at some point. There's going to be a collective bargaining agreement that they can't come to and they're going to threaten each other and you're going to be angst ridden by the time February rolls around and will they have spring training? I think there's a chance that we're going to see a shortened baseball season, that this could go six months because it seems like both sides have their heels dug in. At some point, we'll get baseball back. They're not going to miss a year, Mm -hmm. but they'll miss part of a season when the paychecks stop coming for the players and they start losing money. They'll they'll get an agreement done. It might not be one that solves all of baseball's problems. Probably won't. Um, But they'll they'll get it back at some point uh, for the upcoming year. But it's just going to be 12 months of us whining and moaning on our shows which is good for us. So thank you very much, Major League Baseball. <laughs> and then but, we'll but get... Jody, can they survive it, though? You know, because they were since the last lockout, they weren't able to get all their fans back, you know. Um, you know, I mean, half of, half of the fans that they had, I mean, they might get half the half the fans that they had, you know. So, I mean, will this be able to survive? You know, will America's, you know, team, you know, America's sport. Pastime, yeah. Be able here's, to come where, here's where it'll become very interesting. Um, and the answer isn't going to come for the next five years, 10 years, somewhere down the line. When will we actually see a television contract that doesn't go up? Because they always go up by leaps and bounds, and that pays the bills, and baseball's contract that they have right now in place is fine. So none of the owners are worried about, oh, shoot, the sport could go by the board. No, the value of their franchise is going to continue to go up. Why? Because the value of their, their television contract goes up. But at some point, if you're right, Barrett, the people get ticked off that the fan bases start to shrink, the people say baseball shoots itself in the foot, I'm just not going to watch it anymore. Then you'll see a reduction in the TV contract. Until then, both sides are going to fight like little girls and they're going to annoy us no end. But me, diehard baseball fan, guess what? When it comes back on, I'm not going to protest. I, out of principle, I'm not going to watch baseball anymore. Of course not. I'm a baseball fan, so I'm going to watch baseball when it comes back. And then when it comes back, the Phillies will have to contend with Scherzer and DeGrom in New York and the the defending world champion Braves who will get Acuna back and they'll get, uh, what, the the pitcher that they lost? What was his name? Uh, He got hurt early in the year. Hey, but uh, expanded baseball playoffs means more wild cards, which Uh, means, yes, the Dodgers are going to step up when they've got to make a choice. Well, the Dodgers might have the best overall round. Gabe Kaplan is going to step up and go, yeah, give us the Phillies in the first round. Yeah, we're, we're the, <laughs> the second best. Give us the Phillies. We want to go against the Phillies. And uh, God forbid the Phillies lose to Gabe Kapler in the playoffs. Oh, that would be unbelievable, really. Hey, Jody, we appreciate you jumping on, man. Enjoy the, the weekend. Enjoy the football. And uh, we'll see you on Birds 365. 
done deal. Anytime you guys need me, bud, I'm for you. I'm here for you. There he is. Appreciate you, bro. There he is. I love Jody. An icon. <laughs> an icon. Yeah, in, yeah. In, sport, in sports radio, without question. You I know, I, when I used to do radio, I did radio with him. Every time I did radio with him, it was always at a bar, and it was always uh, after eight o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> right. He, he, he'll, he'll enjoy the some some suds. Yep. You know, no question about it. Uh, Soroka is the pitcher. I was thinking I couldn't remember for Atlanta who they'll right, 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 right. get back. So now we're. I'm looking here on the stream. Uh, Joey B is trying to give you some advice in Missoula. He says for lunch, it's about lunchtime. Uh, market yep. market on front is the place. Right they, have, they have huge sandwiches. And you can okay. probably get some bison in there. Bison burger, probably, I, I bet. And also, the Notorious Pig is a great barbecue joint. There we go. See, now this is the kind of stuff you need on right. this show. This is where the stream can really help out. Well, hey, ask him where I can get some rattlesnake from. He, he says rattlesnake. I want to see what he has for us. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake. So you, yeah. you, really, you really do want some rattlesnake. Yeah, I want to yeah. try it. Okay. Yeah, Jody's lighting a cigarette as we speak. Says ninety-one Alex Extras. <laughs> I cannot confirm or deny that. Okay. Right. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see if Joey B can come up here with some rattlesnake stuff before we say uh, say goodbye. But definitely. Uh, now, what, how do they serve that? Do you, have you looked into this? Like, what what do they do? No, I I, I don't know. I, I guess you fry it. You fry everything, you know. And I guess it'll taste like chicken. Because everything yeah. tastes like chicken, so you probably put it in we'll a dip sauce, right? Some right. sort of sauce. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to see. I just want to try it, man. But you know, hey, I'm, I'm in parts unknown. I, I'm I'm gonna go out, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to see, you know, what's going on here. Right. I don't have to be at work until five o'clock. You know, it's, it's a nine o'clock game. Yeah. So you should go I, to I like a, you should spot. go to like a cowboy boot store, and you know, check and like try on some cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. <laughs> And then post a picture on your Instagram. That would get some. You, you want to talk about getting like viral? Go viral. That's it. You know what? I'm gonna try it, man. I'm definitely gonna try it, man. Yeah. All right. Now, uh, Kevin Bloomfield's always looking for a pick. I picked uh, JT Justin Thomas to win the Hero Challenge. I think I think he got out to a pretty good start yesterday, five or six under par, if I remember. Um, oh, okay. is Joey B researching or what are we doing here? Usually he's, he's fast with this stuff. Yeah. He's usually on it. Yeah. Rattlesnake. Rattlesnake bites. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if we're going to see that. All right. Uh, yeah. Tone, Tone says you need to do a, a Geico commercial right. <laughs> in the boot store. <laughs> Dr. Tone. Rick comes up to me, the Barrett. Put the boots down. Put the, put the cowboy down. hat down. Nope. We don't need a big belt buckle, Barrett. We don't, right. need... We don't need the. We don't. We don't need a big belt buckle. Just. Bro, that'd be a perfect commercial, man. That'd be a great commercial, man. Finally, take, take the hat off, Barrett. All right, Joey B says rattlesnake. Gotta find it. Ask for it. So just wherever you go, if you go to this place on Maine, I guess you gotta ask for it. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask the people downstairs at the front desk. Yeah, I think. <laughs> bro, you know what my rental car is? What you is know what my rental car is? What is it? A damn pickup truck. Oh, <laughs> it's not a awesome. rental car. 
Yes. I'm in a pickup truck. <laughs> That's great, though. I mean, they got right, right, right. figure like, you know, they could get bad weather. There's a lot of snow up there. The winter lasts a long time. You know, what are you going to do? Give some guy, you know, a compact car? Right. <laughs> I'm in a pickup truck, man. Dodge wow. Ram. So, wow. Definitely, definitely. Now, now they're saying that the, the rattlesnake, what is it, might not be fresh in December. Oh, uh-oh. Oh, so maybe yeah. I, I might need. I might not need to do it. But that bison will be fresh. Yeah, the, the bison buffalo will be good. Might, yeah. yeah, that'll be fresh. All right, all right. Uh, good luck with the game. Uh, enjoy the appreciate routine. it, man. That's, that's tonight at nine o'clock, I think. Right? Yes, nine o'clock. Okay, nine o'clock. Uh, hopefully, we'll be able to watch you. I think that might even be on regular TV. Like, uh, I think it's because it's second of- round of playoffs, so yeah. we'll see. It's getting deep, man. All right, have a safe trip back, and uh, everybody enjoy the football. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll talk at you Monday at 11 o'clock, back to the normal time. And don't forget about Big Sills this afternoon. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. Ah, the savoring taste of a good bag of beef jerky is so enjoyable at any time of the day, as long as you can find it. Here's what we suggest. Pure Bull Beef Jerky is our answer, and soon it will be yours. Locally produced in the Philadelphia region, this high-quality, healthy protein snack is easy to secure. Go to Steersnacks.com, and you'll see hot garlic, tropical heat, Pure Bull Dry Rub, and our favorite, Huck and Fod. What's that? Huck and Fod. Go now to Steersnacks.com. Go for the midnight tears. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.